Hello and welcome back to the Sister Talk podcast. Today it's just me talking to you like old times, so sit back and relax, make a cup of tea, um, and let's get talking. I hope you guys are all having a great week and you've enjoyed the series that my husband and I did together, which was Dating, Marriage and Sex. If you missed any of the 12 episodes, please go back and listen to them because um, there are so many keys that were uh, released through the topics we spoke about for singleness, for dating, for purity, um, for marriage, and just uncovering God's design for sexuality and the purpose of sex in marriage. Um, so there's so much content actually that we really put our heart and soul into. So I would love to encourage you to make sure you've listened to all 12 of those because I've, I honestly, I believe in every single one of them. And we interviewed some amazing people um, who have so much to give in this area um, on all aspects of the topic. Um, so I will leave that there for you to explore. However, that topic is now behind us and we are looking forward to new things and it's August and we finished literally three months, just three whole months dedicated to um, dating, marriage and sex. I'm, I feel it. Like I feel like we just ran a marathon, honestly, and I'm, I'm so proud <laughs> Uh, that we did it and we didn't give up halfway. It's, it's It can be pretty exhausting to make content all the time. But I'm really thankful to um, some of the ladies that have helped me. Special shout out to Sharon, who, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> I just wanted to honor you for the work you've put in um, through the photos and editing. Um, and then also Henriette and Elisabetta for your ideas when we had a big brainstorm sesh, I think once or twice. Uh, also, I just love gathering you guys and having fruits and <laughs> delicious candies. <laughs> I don't even know what we ate now, but I love eating with you guys around the table and just your company is such a gift to my life. Um, okay. So I guess you're wondering, what is the new topic? And maybe the title of this podcast already gave it away. But what I really want to focus on is beauty. Um, beauty is something that I believe God began speaking to me a lot about. Uh, I think it was in 2016 or 2017 when he started to drop it into my heart. And um, what I began to see back then was that beauty is actually a spiritual gift. Beauty is actually something that begins in the spirit and is manifested in the physical. Um, and I believe the enemy puts in a lot of effort to um, create this illusion that beauty is, is um, simply physical and that distraction actually robs us from truly owning the beauty God has given us as well as uh, being captivated by the beauty of Jesus and, and the Lord and the beauty of heaven, the beauty of God's nature. And I actually believe, you know, men, men and women are beautiful. We're made by God. We're made in his image. And no one is as beautiful as Jesus 
But between men and women, I think there's a special type of beauty that God has given to us as women. I really believe that we um, carry the beauty of the Lord in a unique way. A friend once said this to me. He said, if a man walks naked into a bar, everyone will laugh. But if a woman walks naked into a bar, every jaw will drop to the ground. And I am not suggesting walking naked into a bar anywhere, ladies. I'm sure you all know that. Um, however, the, the comment was very interesting and eye-opening. Like, you know what? There is a different type of beauty that women have. And it is one that captivates. You know, it's, it's a captivating beauty. It's an inspiring beauty. And of course, the enemy has perverted it and sexualized it and uh, used it against, against humanity. But what if we can uncover God's design for beauty? And what if we can actually own our beauty? Because every single one of you listening right now, I have to tell you, you are beautiful. You are stunning, gorgeous, delightful creations made in the image of God. And and I know we all have moments where we struggle with it or we get caught up in body image, but what if you're more beautiful than you realize? What if you have been given a gift of beauty, but because you deny it, it's not flourishing? What if your, your DNA has beauty written all over it and you've denied it? Because you know, God gives freely, but if we don't have the faith or the eyes to see or the heart to receive, we don't get to access the gifts he's given us. You know, the same goes for... Um, healing, for example, or uh, breakthroughs, you know, breakthroughs that we need. God is, it says in the Bible, if God has already given us his son, why would he withhold any other good thing from us? So we know God wants to give good things. We know that God wants you to, he wants you to be healthy. He wants you to prosper. Uh, he's not, he's not cruel. Um, but sadly, most of us, many of us, I should say, do not live in the gifts from the Lord because we're, our hearts have become hardened. Um, maybe there's unforgiveness in there. Maybe there's resentment. Maybe there's a lack of faith. And then we do not access because we do not believe. Um, grace is accessed by faith. And um, I want to use that approach when we talk about beauty today. And I want to call us all higher as women of God to actually acknowledge the beauty that he has given us acknowledge the beauty of God's fingerprint on your life. So can we go there? I'm excited. I'm really, I honestly, I feel like God has, hmm, can I use the word impregnated or, yeah, let's just say it, impregnated my heart with a desire to uncover what true beauty is so that we can release it to the world, um, so that we can actually bring people to the Lord. I don't think beauty is a selfish thing that draws people to one another. Beauty is designed to draw humans to God. And the beauty of a woman is designed to draw people to the holiness and the beauty of God. And beauty is not just skin deep. We're going to talk about that as well. But I honestly believe that beauty really starts from deep within your heart. And that's why a lot of what I'll be releasing in August will have a lot to do with your heart, the condition of your heart. You know, if you've become 
uh, cold or um, bitter, um, things like this affect the way you see the world and also affect the way you are seen, you know. Um, I know that when I was carrying bitterness a few years ago, nothing was beautiful to me at all. I just, I was miserable. But once I repented for being bitter, everything around me was beautiful. And I remember like saying to my parents, oh, you have to come and see Norway. You have to see Bergen. It's so beautiful. (laughs) And I never would have said that a year before because I was so bitter in my heart. I had a lot of pain. So there's a, there's a real difference that the condition of your heart makes on how you see others and how you are also perceived. I, I have actually countless times, or okay, they're probably countable actually, uh, let's say 10 or less times <laughs> that I can recall where somebody commented and said, wow, you look beautiful, what have you done? And I had literally just been worshipping Jesus um, and there's something about when we, when we behold God, we become like him. When we behold him in, in his holiness and his beauty, we become like him. Um, one pastor that I, I love and really respect says that we become what we behold. I think that's really true. You know, if you, if you uh, behold negative news all day long, you're, you will become negative. You'll become negative news. When people ask how you're doing, you're most likely going to give them a negative answer. Oh, well, did you hear about the gas prices? Or, well, there's another rumor of a war coming. Or, I'm pretty afraid because this and that. But if you behold the Lord, if you read the Word of God, if you stay in prayer, if you if you stay in the presence of God, you're going to become that. You're going to become uh, an extension of His hands and feet on the earth. So we actually have a big role to play when it, when we guard our heart. It says that actually, I think it's Proverbs, okay, it could be 23 or 24, that it says to above all else, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. So we have a role as stewards of beauty to actually cultivate the garden of our heart and keep it beautiful because the power of beauty is, is, is uh, undeniable. And I think we're only just starting to skim the surface and discover it. Um, I think I've shared this in a podcast before because one of my students uh, shared that she heard me say this. I don't remember where I said this, but there was a Disney movie that I watched that spoke volumes to me about this very topic. Um, Have you seen Enchanted? It's a, a really cute Disney movie about a princess, a cartoon princess, that falls in a magic well and then wakes up in like modern day real life, not cartoon, uh, city life. I think she's in New York or I'm not exactly sure. Um, And everyone thinks she's ridiculous because of her idealized expectations of of romance and, and just the way the world should run because she's like a total Disney princess. Uh, But as time goes on and she stays consistent in her character, in her, in her princess nature, people actually begin to fall in love with what she carries. She brings a sense of hope back to a family. Um, she helps restore a marriage. She, she kind of just lightens up the world. And I've, when I watched that, I was like, wow, that's a great representation of beauty and the power of beauty in the world. And it's an, it's an innocent and pure kind of beauty. She's not 
sexualized or anything like that. She's just this beautiful princess wearing beautiful dresses and singing songs. And of course, it's in our culture, much of that would be considered ridiculous, you know. I'm not saying that you need to start like skipping down the street singing, but if that's you, if that's your personality, go for it. Don't hold back. I definitely have a little bit of that in me somewhere. But um, what I'm saying is do not shut down the beauty within you, the beauty that God has given you. It may not, doesn't have to look like fluffy pink dresses and flowers in your hair. Maybe it looks like, I don't know. I don't know what, I'm not going <laughs> to, sometimes I give examples and then I'm, I regret that I tried because I say some funny things. Anyway, but your beauty looks like, it looks unique to all of us, but I want to encourage you not to shove it down. Don't bury your beauty. Don't neglect your beauty and don't deny your beauty because your beauty is, is, is cap- has a capability of changing the world around you. Can you imagine if, if a princess or the queen came and, and you were sitting, imagine you're sitting in a lecture hall and you're listening to some teaching and then all of a sudden a, a gorgeous glittering royal person comes and sits next to you. How are you going to react? You're probably going to sit up straight. You're probably going to behave. Your your, um, countenance might change. You'll probably, you know, make sure that your dress is appropriately covering, like you're not, you know, revealing any inappropriate part of your body, like, you know, adjusting your clothes, make sure everything is neat because royalty is right next to you. I believe that when true beauty shows up, people measure up to to the... the level of uh, the bar, let's call it that, because beauty as well as purity. I believe that the beauty is birthed out of purity. And so when we see true beauty, it is pure. And when we are around that kind of beauty, we, we just kind of, we want to align to it. It's like, it's like light, you know, human, the human eye is attracted to light. I think it's the same with beauty. Uh, when we see beauty, we are inspired. When we see beauty, we, re- we something about beauty reminds us of where we come from and who we are. Reminds us of the Eden that God has destined to birth within our hearts. Reminds us of, of a place of innocence and purity and beauty and hope. Reminds us of the very one who made all beautiful things, and that's the Lord. You know, Paul in Romans talks a lot about how people who have never heard the gospel have plenty of ex, uh, have had plenty of exposure to the Lord through the beauty of creation. Creation sings His praises. Creation is is actually a sign pointing to the wonder and the majesty of God. The stars in the sky, the endless ocean, the waves on the sea, the flowers in the jungle. Are there flowers in jungles? I'm not sure. But you get it. These things are beautiful and they point us to the Lord. They point us to Him. They point us to something greater. How many people who are not saved, I've heard people say like, oh, I just have to go to the mountains because when I see the great big mountains, I'm inspired. I'm awestruck and I feel like I find myself. Or when I'm in the middle of the ocean, you know, surfing, it's something about just being a small dot in the massive ocean that I feel finally myself, I feel connected. What is happening there? It's beauty. Beauty is connecting them to the Lord and they're not even aware of it. 
They're not giving him the praise that they should, but they don't know better. But I want you to start recognizing when the Lord manifests himself to you through beauty. And I want to encourage you to start looking at yourself and recognizing God's beauty. Um, One thing I have big on my heart is actually to redefine beauty for the world, for women. Um, I'm curious about like the whole modeling world and agencies and how that is structured because obviously we know that much of um, media's portrayal of beauty has done a lot of damage Um, and I, I do have a dream to actually eventually open up something like sister talk modeling agencies or something like that where we actually learn how to bring out the true beauty of each woman and celebrate what she carries. You know, they say that women light up when you tell them that they're beautiful. And it's absolutely true. I, um, I, I've seen it myself. I love telling girls that they're beautiful. I love giving compliments because they light up and they become beautiful. So what I feel like I do is I'm handing out beauty to people like, like, um, my hands are doing that action, you know, when you passing money to people. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. When I tell people they're beautiful, I am giving them beauty. I'm able to recognize it because I've, I myself have allowed God's perspective of me to shape the way I see myself. And I want to encourage you to do the same one, to recognize that you are beautiful and two, to give beauty, give it away, share it to others. Let beauty explode. Let beauty be celebrated. Let beauty be seen for what it is. Because too many of us are walking around in false humility, not believing, or or maybe we, we think we're not allowed to think we're beautiful. And then deep down inside, we're actually still comparing with this image of beauty that we think we should, um, we should attain. And that's, I don't know if you can see the, the, um, what's the word, the contradiction in that to, to deny that you're beautiful, but then at the same time, want to be beautiful and try to be beautiful. It's like, I'm trying to disconnect from the fact that I want to be beautiful, but deep down inside, I have body image issues. Uh, there's like a disconnect that many, many of us have toward ourselves. I want to encourage you. I want to I want to even just give you homework to start to let the Lord reveal your beauty or his beauty, I should say. It's his beauty in you. When I was, uh, let me think, before I met Felix, I think it was also 2017, uh, I felt like God asked me to do something that will offend any Yenteloven or tall poppy syndrome spirits. Uh, and guys, let's come on. Let's aggressively go against that ugly spirit. It's not. It's not kingdom. It's demonic. And if you're not from Norway, Yenteloven is basically the Norwegian tall poppy syndrome. Um, that doesn't exist in heaven, by the way. So don't let it exist in your heart. Um, but God said to me, Maria, sit down and do a brainstorm of all the things that make you beautiful. And I remember. I felt a little offended, but I knew that there was an invitation in there for more freedom. So I sat down and I said, God, I'm not going to do this in my own strength. I want you to tell me what you think. 
So I sat down and I, you know, reasons why I'm beautiful in the middle of the page, big circle around it. And then I just started drawing, you know, uh, uh, arms or legs, whatever, <laughs> what do you call it? Sticks, <laughs> lines. I, draw, I started to draw lines. And at the end of each line, I would ask, I would wait on the Lord and then I'd write down what I felt he was saying. And to my surprise, he was like, yes, he, he did say your eyes are beautiful, your face is beautiful, your body is beautiful, your hair. But he also started saying things like the way you walk is beautiful. The way you care about people is beautiful. The way you think is beautiful. The way you breathe is beautiful. The way you sigh is beautiful. The way you cry is beautiful. The way you care about other people is beautiful. The way you... Um, the way you get excited about, I don't know, what do I get excited about? <laughs> I can't remember now. I don't know. Ancient history. That's beautiful to me. The way you, the way you bake is beautiful. The way you are adventurous is beautiful. And I want to encourage you to do the same. I want you to sit down with the Lord and ask him, what, a, what makes me beautiful? And let him answer that and write it down in your book, in your journal, because that is so powerful. And honestly, it, it just, it really began to kick off this journey of beauty because I realized, huh, the way I think is beautiful. What is beautiful about the way I think? I thought it was just like brain neurons and logic and no, 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 it's beautiful. The way you think is beautiful because you're made in the image of God. And, and and so I began to realize that beauty is not just, it's not just a thing on the outside. It's, it's really a spiritual thing. And it's our inheritance as daughters of the Lord. So I think I'm going to start off this series today with this shorter podcast um, just to inspire you and invite you along with me throughout August as I, I'll make some posts on Instagram uh, with beautiful pictures from Sharon. <laughs> Guys, I'm so thankful that Sharon is on the team because she, like, she really has helped me start to achieve what was in my heart, which is beautiful images to go with beautiful words of truth. Beauty is something that I actually really value, you know, and excellence. So thanks to her. Again, it's your lucky day, Sharon. Two shout, shout outs to you. <laughs> Um, sister talk is where it is today. So please, please give some love to her. Every, every photo I'm posting, or actually most photos that I'm posting have come from Sharon and her, her photography and her editing. So yeah, really thankful for that. But yeah, here's your homework for the week and the month. Let's say for the whole month, I want you to ask God why you're beautiful, what is beautiful about you. And also allow him to lead you into repentance if you have uh, believed lies about yourself or if you've been holding on to things like unforgiveness, bitterness. Um, what is it? Um, if you have disconnected yourself from childlike faith, these things, are, it's just time to repent. It's time to let go. Beauty starts with with, from within. And, and I, as I mentioned, I really believe it's a spiritual thing. And I want to see you reclaim beauty, um, kingdom beauty. And we'll go deeper into this um, 
excavating beauty a little more and if you have anything on your heart that you would like me to talk about or questions that you have please please feel free to reach out I have so much time now that I've um, transitioned out of working in the bible school so I am here for you I want to hear your questions and nothing is off limits so please do that um and I think I'll just land the plane here why don't we pray Hey, Jesus. Father, you are the designer of every single life. You made us beautiful. <laughs> you make all things beautiful. You, you turn ashes into beauty, God. You're, you are the designer and the owner of beauty. And I, my prayer for me and, and all my sisters today is that we would begin to step into that, that um, inheritance and that authority, actually, to take beauty back for the kingdom, to rediscover what beauty is in its purity, to look at the cross and to see beauty, to look at creation and see your beauty, God. And I pray that every heart that maybe has been made hard from pain and disappointment would have healing this month, God, that there would be deep healing, there would be forgiveness, there would be repentance, there would be um, just unclutter, decluttering of the heart so that you can fill every part of it, Jesus. And I pray that together as, as a big group of women, we would take beauty back for the Lord and we would learn its power and its purpose. Yeah, and I pray that we would see a demolishment. Is that a word? I don't know. God, that we would see evil demolished in the area of beauty, that we would see perversion demolished, sexualizing what you have made um, demolished, God, that we would see beauty actually uphold, upheld for what it truly is and that we would have eyes to see what you made it for. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, God. Amen. So stay tuned, ladies, and I will continue to unravel this web of beauty. <laughs> Have a beautiful week, and I send all my love. <laughs>